Have you ever felt betrayed by somebody? And maybe betrayal's too strong of a word to describe how you connect to this pep talk today, but maybe it's something that, you know, somebody committed something to you, uh, had aligned in a vision with you, and then just has not shown up or just has undermined it or, or backed out of a deal you thought you had. Sometimes the most hurtful things can be unmet expectations, even after both parties have agreed to it. And sometimes we see it as hurt, and sometimes it shows up as a stronger version of betrayal and feeling like somebody has really let you down in a really tough way. If you've ever experienced that, then I want to bring you into this pep talk to reframe the betrayal into something that you can use to release anger and to get into forgiveness because I think that's the space most of us struggling in betrayal really want to get to and how to navigate that can be really elusive. Hi, I'm Peyton Hughes, and you're listening to Peyton's Pep Talks. I started this podcast because I had just come out of a really rough 12 months in my life where I was struggling with postpartum depression, uh, struggling with my body postpartum, struggling in my business, feeling a little rudderless because deep down my passion and the dream of what I want to build in my life wasn't in alignment with the current role that I had as a CEO of a seven-figure year fitness business that was marked non-essential during COVID. Isolated, working at from home, trying to keep my team together, my business intact, and it has been a journey. And I'm sure you have your own exact journey that you're going through. One of my gifts in life is encouragement. And the way that I encourage others and myself is through my ability to share pep talks with people. So if you're looking for somebody who can just be with you in the tough seasons and in the tough moments and share with you a a bright word of encouragement, then this podcast was built for you. There's a pit that forms in my stomach when I'm confronted with information that suggests that someone's betrayed me or somebody has gone against their word to me and broken trust. And for me, when I use the word betrayal, there's it's a combination of I, they've broken trust or integrity with me and a combination of that and just hurt and disappointment. It also shows up for me as anger. And I everybody experiences life differently. But when I feel that somebody's Uh, words have not matched their actions and it's cost me something, I get, like I go what I call Irish. And excuse me if that analogy is offensive to you whatsoever. I have a heritage that's rooted in the Celtics and I understand it as you know, this surge of energy comes through your body, your face flushes kind of a red color, and you're just like vibrationally ready to throw a punch. And it's just this fireball of energy and you are just, it has, that energy has to go somewhere. And it can come out in a really nasty comment. It can come out as big energy. It can come out sometimes as tears. It can come out as just a really angry, loaded number of comments. And for me, that's typically what ends up happening. I recently went through and was reminded of this experience. And 
Um, I'm so thankful for the work that I've been able to do on personal development and spiritual development because I, I was able to see this uh, particular issue that came up for me as an opportunity to test how I've been evolving as a human and how quickly I can disarm this experience of betrayal and hurt because, to be honest, I don't want to sit and wallow in that. But for me and for you, if you're going through a season of hurt or feeling betrayed or broken trust with somebody that you cared, somebody that you expected more of, I want to share with you what worked for me recently in the hopes that this can provide a really clear reframe on some things. So first of all, I really believe that betrayal like is an experience of our interpret we we when we experience betrayal, we're interpreting information and making it personal to us, which is can lead us to a lot of flawed conclusions. And this is where I think betrayal is really like we we go into this dark space of going they and they lied to me. They they purposely did this to me. They they and we go into this story building and this narrative creation of how vindictive and mean spirited everything was. But so often when we when we feel that flash of what we would call betrayal or hurt, it begs investigation. Because the truth is there is no possible way that we can know everything about what led that person to act in the way that is causing us to feel betrayed. And so I want to share that because that was very powerful for me to say, okay, my interpretation is clear, full on betrayal. Nothing possibly else can exist in this moment besides total betrayal. And then that flash of anger and all those like uh, sensory uh, pairings of reactions that come with it. But then I just deep breathe in that moment and just say, okay, that's how I'm interpreting this. Is it possible that this person did not intend to hurt me? And of course, honestly, nine out of 10 times, it is very possible that that person did not intend to hurt you. And simply being curious about that can relieve some of that stress in that moment of believing. Because I think some of the hurt is believing it was intentional. When we remove the belief of that it was intentional to harm us, we're left with some shred of curiosity that can allow us to see the human being of the other person and maybe what their experience is. And this is why I believe so deeply the power of empathy and the power of perspective shifting. Because here's the truth. And for me, this this became true. When, when I feel betrayed, I instantly want to blame somebody as if they purposely hurt me. Because there have been times in my life where I have felt purposely hurt. But that doesn't mean that every single person from this point on is intending to, to hurt and, and create pain in my life. And so when I get curious about whether it was intentional or not, a lot shifts for me because when I think somebody has unintentionally hurt me, there is a chance for real genuine forgiveness and release. I'm not saying you can't get to forgiveness when somebody has intentionally given you pain. For me, it's just, it's been harder. And the next phase for me in betrayal and for you in betrayal is, is there a way for you to validate whether it was intentional or not? And is there a way for you to, to get to a place where you can speak your truth and bring how that 
betrayal or those series of events have landed for you as betrayal to this person and give them an opportunity to provide perspective and context that you want to be open to. So you can't be flushed, ready to chew someone's head off and like a little fireball ready to throw a punch. Probably not your best time to engage this person in a conversation. But when you take those deep breaths, you realize there's a chance for you to be curious. There's also a chance that you're misinterpreting what this is. It still might be that you are disappointed. It still might be that you're hurt. It still might be that you do come out the loser. You've lost money. It's it's not good for you. You're going to disappoint other people when they find out this doesn't work, etc. But in that moment, the relationship is the is the focus, not the fallout. To me, whether this person intended harm or not is very important to me. There may still be fallout because anytime life doesn't work out the way you had crafted it and planned and wanted to control it to work out, there can be fallout from just trying to force something to be some way it wasn't going to be to begin with. And I don't know about you, but as a, as a leader, uh, oftentimes I have a clear vision on exactly how I want life to go. If things don't go that way, it is hard for me to release that into the world and say, okay, I got it wrong, or maybe I didn't have the full picture, and I believe that good things are on their way, and believe that letting go of expectations can actually free you up to have a lot more uh, really cool experiences in life. So for me, it was getting on the phone with this person and saying, this is my experience. This is what I've seen. Validate some facts. Like, hey, this is what was presented to me. Is this true? Yes, it's true. Okay, that I have to tell you, that makes me feel this way. And owning your feelings. And I think that particularly as leaders, we can feel that that weakens us. But it actually, by sharing a vulnerability, it allows for healing. So I encourage you, if you feel betrayed and hurt by somebody, after sorting through your feelings and getting them on the phone to allow yourself to be curious and fact find, be honest about what that has felt like for you and see how they respond. And for me, what I was met with was a real an insight and a window into the, the turmoil and the confusion that this person was in. And if you've ever been in a season that's confusing and frustrating and you're blaming yourself for being confused and one foot in, one foot out, and you feel like crap because you're not totally committed to something, then you know how crappy that feels. And if somebody has hurt you, but they start to articulate that level of confusion, lack of clarity, and just incongruency, I don't know about you, but when I hear that in someone's voice, it shifts for me to at least go, that sucks. And I remember what that season feels like. And that allows you to extend grace. It allows you to extend shared experience and allow you to not be one more voice of shame in that person's life. And that's hard when you've been hurt. When you've been hurt, sometimes we can fool ourselves that it feels good to hurt back. But at the end of the day, for me, I spoke my truth. I felt strong. I was clear in saying when you choose to do this or when you choose to be incongruent with your words and your actions, this has hurt our relationship. This has created fallout 
for me that I personally am going to pick up the pieces and I'm mad about that or I'm hurt about that. And then sometimes you hang up the phone and you don't, it doesn't sit well with you. Like maybe you felt like I had to be strong. I have to stand up for myself because I'm such a little pushover that I don't normally stand up for myself and I'm going to be strong. And you go strong and you realize, oh man. And as an empath, I can hang up the phone and five minutes later, I have a heaviness in my soul that I caused more turmoil for somebody. That me being strong and speaking my truth, while healthy for me, actually wasn't navigated in a way that brought healing to the other person. And so that is an opportunity to listen in to your body. And if you are not in a good place after, quote unquote, clearing the air with somebody, get back on that phone or find a way to get back into the space where you can say, look, at the end of the day, I still don't feel good about how this went down but I don't want to be one more cause in your suffering either. Because here's what I've come to learn about forgiveness, which has been a very long learned lesson for me. I am very hard hearted when I feel I've been betrayed or trust has been broken. It is incredibly hard for me to come back in a, in a pure way. I can come back in a fake way, but I know I'm lying to myself. And then that causes me all sorts of energetic problems. But when you're real about the fact that you aren't in a good place with somebody and you get back in to what forgiveness is, you realize that forgiveness is never for someone else. Forgiveness is always about you for yourself because you don't deserve to go through life bitter, hard, and walling up yourself like the Pentagon so nobody can ever breach your walls and ever hurt you and you can just be isolated, sad, and alone and distrusting by yourself. Miserable. You 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 reach into vulnerability, you pick up the phone, you have the hard conversation, you cycle back if it didn't land the way you wanted it to, and you work it through, not so much for the other person, even though that's a very pure and beautiful motive. If you can get there first, more power to you, but at least you do it for you because you don't deserve to live life bitter and angry. You don't deserve to walk in a small town past somebody and feel angst and anger in your heart because that doesn't serve anybody. And I guess what I've just recently remembered about betrayal is betrayal so often is about the story we tell ourselves lacking real foundation, context, and and connection. So betrayal to me is a severing of the connection. And somebody can do something that you don't like. And the truth is something recently happened to me and I didn't like the outcome. I still don't like the outcome. I'm not good with the outcome. But I can be good with the person who didn't intend pain for me. I can be good with the person who's in turmoil themselves and in a challenging season in their life. And I ended up not being in a sweet spot and somehow... I got disappointed in the middle of them figuring out their season, but I can still love them. I can still cheer for them. I can still come full circle and remember for myself what it's been like to be in my own moments of confusion, in my own lack of clarity, causing pain for others. And nobody wants to be that. 
And when you come face to face with someone in your life that you sense that betrayal or you feel hurt by them, just getting a chance to share that, honestly, getting a chance to see the other person's heart and ultimately really getting into a place where you can say, I forgive this situation because I don't want to live bitter, angry, and blaming that that's not for me. And I also don't wish to have ill will towards another human being on this planet. And when we can get into that place, we can actually let it go. We can actually let it wash through us. And it can really be that anger. I don't have to feel bad for feeling angry. I let that anger tell me, gosh, there was a boundary that was crossed. There was an expectation that was unmet. That the anger only serves to give me the message of why I'm hurt. The, the, the emotion itself doesn't need to be shoved down, doesn't need to be ignored, it doesn't need to be um, hidden, that it can, it can come through me like energy because emotions are energy in motion and it can allow me a window into where I'm in struggle so I can give me a shot to do the vulnerable thing, pick up the phone and have a moment of connection even in the disconnect to really say like I want to prepare this connection more than I want it to be my way. And when you can get to that place, it's a profound moment to celebrate growth. And for me, that was a really profound moment recently to step into that growth and step into the fact that that I was able to see the other person and not hang on to anger. And I was able to let that go. And my hope is for you, as you're navigating betrayal and hurt, that you'll be able to reach for curiosity before you convict that person. That you'll be able to reach for getting a window into that person's experience so you can go, wow, I have a shot at empathy here because that sucks. And instantly you realize being in the chaos that's creating pain in the lives of others is worse than being the one hurt. And in that moment, you can have genuine connection, genuine empathy, not sympathy. I don't feel, I'm not like sitting in pity for you, but just heart connection, that that has been an experience that I have had and I wouldn't wish on anybody. And I see you in that place of struggle. And I like, I sit in that moment with you and don't wish that for you anymore. And you also in that moment, then no longer wish to be a source of their pain, which means you want to let go and give, give forgiveness, give grace. And and say, you know, and even I had to say, look, I'm still disappointed, but I'm not hurt anymore. I'm not angry anymore. And I don't feel betrayed anymore. And I'm really thankful to be in that place because disappointment over over time will lessen and become less pronounced. And you can then walk past somebody in a town or in your family gathering or wherever it is. And you can can have a fresh and clean experience with that person and not be constantly guarded or waiting for them to fail again. And I think that's a much better way to navigate life. And the biggest thing I hope you get from this pep talk is you do not deserve to remain bitter and angry. And the biggest blessing you can give yourself is to find healthy ways to honor the emotion and the experience that you're having and then let it go and ultimately reach for connection and healing and stop furthering the disconnect and the pain through the way that you handle it and through the way that you tell stories. And quite honestly, the way you talk about it when they're not there, which is just one more reminder to say when you've processed something, when you've walked through it and come out the other side, 
One of the other healing practices is to go back to anybody that you complained or bitched to about the situation and explain to them how you've let it go now, because that will also help heal the conversation so nobody back channels, even unintentionally, and causes additional pain in the situation. And there you have it. You've listened to another episode of Peyton's Pep Talks, and I hope this inspires you and connected with you. And if it did, go ahead and share it or tag a friend that may want to hear something like this to help uplift them in their day. If you'd like to subscribe, I encourage you to do so. You'll be alerted every time I drop a new pep talk into the world. And if you have a particular issue that you're wanting a pep talk for, I'd be more than happy to record one for you. Just go ahead and drop into my DMs in my Instagram at Peyton Hughes. Have an awesome day.